Tonight, I have a really, really great guest. I'm excited to talk to him. We are meeting for the first time tonight, um, which is so weird because in the San Diego music scene, you would think it's kind of smallish and you'd know everybody, but um, I've heard his name, seen his social media posts all the time. So I'm really excited to talk to him. I've got Santino Scambaleri with me tonight. Let me tell you a little bit about him. He is a San Diego-based singer. He keeps busy while uh, balancing his active duty naval career, singing all over SoCal and spending time with his beautiful family. Um, there is really no genre that's out of reach for him. He sings everything from soul, R&B, jazz, funk, pop, and rock. He is originally from the island of Guam, where he won the Best Male Vocalist Award in 2011. And then he was also based in Oahu, Hawaii for many years. Um, and he's basically been building up his career for 25 years now here in San Diego. He's worked with uh, San Diego bands and artists like Lucky Devil's Band, Mockery, Calphonics, Side Hustle, Daryl Williams, Ricky Lawson, and various jazz combinations. And he was also hired for Dancing with the Stars as a rotating vocalist in 2014, which I'm sure is a cool story. And we will definitely talk about that. So let me bring him on. Hello, hello. Hi, how are you? Hey, hey everyone. I'm great. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks so much for taking the time to come on and chat with me tonight. Absolutely. Yes. Awesome. It's good to meet you. Yeah, you too. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I really, I like to kind of start off the interview by talking about um, what, what you had going on pre-COVID uh, career-wise. You know, what were you up to? What kind of plans did you have? And when things came to a screeching halt, how did you handle the transition into quarantine? Right. Um, well, uh, lucky for me, um, I'm I'm active duty Navy. So uh, all the music that I do out in town and all the corporate stuff, um, it was kind of my release for, and my, my uh, um, how do you say, um, you know, after a, a full long week of being in uniform, you know, going to a, a wedding on a Saturday, that was actually a lot of fun for me. Where, so, you know, mm -hmm. some people are like, oh, another wedding. I'm like, oh man, a wedding. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. um, so, but those all dried up um, and, you know, uh, it was a little difficult to, you know, because you kind of got used to that extra income. And um, I saw a lot of my friends, you know, doing the, the live piece and, and some of them are really thriving at it. Um, but I, I never really rent that rent that route. Um, I just kind of hunkered down and and uh, did some stuff with the family. But um, yeah, things are really picking up for me and for everyone. Really, I'm seeing everyone. I'm really busy, and it's it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm really excited. And doesn't it feel like it was like just in the past two weeks, things are just kind of like flooding back, and it's oh, for sure. I'm, I'm we've been out of that work mode for so long that it's, mm -hmm. I'm not sure how to like handle the, um, uh, I don't know, all the, all the activity I and I, uh, yeah. Um, wow. So you're balancing a full-time career and also singing and it seems like, you know, you do it quite a bit. So that's kind of a lot, is it? Or yeah, is it it's just a lot. still just fun for you? It, it's no, it's definitely fun. Um, I mean, there's a there comes a point where um, you know I, I say yes too much, so mm -hmm. I have to kind of make sure I balance everything between wife and the four kids, and uh, you know 
military. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I, I, li I try to like, I like walking that, that, that fine line and, and really keeping my mind busy and, and body busy. Yeah. Good. Well, mm -hmm. probably keeps you out of trouble too. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, let's back up a little bit and kind of tell yeah. me about your um, musical journey. How'd you get your start and what mm -hmm. brought you into the San Diego music community present day? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm originally from Guam. Um, I was born there and then we moved away when I was a baby. We moved kind of all over and then uh, we moved back when I was 13. Um, and I was there since from ages 13 until 30. And I started right about right after high school, kind of picked up acoustic guitars, kind of just learned some tunes. And and whenever I heard songs, I never heard the melody. I always heard harmonies. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and I never really sang before, but I would play guitar with my friends and I would just instantly hear the harmony. So I would just say, oh, oh, you, you're not a singing harmony. I'm like, I don't know, I'm just singing. It's, so, you know, it's just what came naturally for me. Um, so I started doing that and then we were out at a bar. I was 19 years old, we were out at a bar and um, my friend who I was playing, uh, jamming with, Richard Arroyo, he, he asked the owner, he's like, hey, me and my friend are a duo, we play, can we, can we, can we do a, a few songs? I'm like, I do not play. I, I, what are you talking about? I was so nervous. And then we went up there and played like one, the one song we knew. And he's like, you're hired for next Tuesday oh, or wow. whatever it was like the next week. You're, yeah. You're hired. You guys get 75 bucks and a bar tab each. Right. What are, and I'm like, Rich, we know one song. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, we'll learn some more. So we, I mean, that, that week we learned like 20 songs and we were able to get through the gig and really that's how it all started. Um, just, and, and then, um, I met some other some other guys in Guam who who did uh, like uh, the police and Steely Dan and um, that kind of Dude Brothers that kind of vibe um, uh, Hall and Oates Loggins and Messina and there um, there's three other guys and myself so I played acoustic guitar and we did um, like a lot of harmony stuff and that group was called Renaissance in Guam okay. and so and so that was pretty awesome and that was still like my early twenties and then. Um, one of the guys was also a jazz singer and introduced me to a guy named Patrick Palomo, um, like kind of like a world renowned, um, jazz pianist based in Guam. And he was just, uh, I, I wanted to learn jazz. I was so curious about it and, um, got to meet him and he took me under his wing and really mentored me and here, listen to this, listen to this, learn this song, learn the song. And in a few years I was doing gigs with him. And uh, I really fell in love with jazz, kind of as my number one, my number one musical love. Mm, okay. Yeah. And that wow. took me to about age 30 when I, uh, when I joined the military. You joined the military at 30? I did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so I left, I left Guam. I left Guam at that point and was after from some schooling was immediately stationed in, in Hawaii for seven years. We did seven or eight years there. Mm -hmm. And, and at that point, you know, I was so used to playing with all my guys in Guam. I had, I knew no one there. So I just kind of, at the time as I like, got on Craigslist music, you know, jams mm -hmm. and uh, started meeting all the players there. And um, yeah, started, started really getting busy over there, kind of being my own, doing my own thing. Mm -hmm. And it was a little difficult at first because I was so used to just, I would in a night when we would do, I don't know, 35 songs, I would sing lead on one and harmonies on 34 of them. 
Okay. And so I went from there to like just being the front man and I was, it was a good transition, but yeah, I really love it. I, but I really love, I also love, you know, being a background vocalist. I mean, I really enjoy harmonies. Um, during that time in Guam, I also did a, we did an acapella thing and we toured Japan and we recorded some albums. So yeah, we, we had a great time. So kind of a, a nice, uh, rich, um, uh, musical background kind of a very background. And then I joined the military. Most people join the military when they're younger and then they do stuff after. I, I had a, a nice life before the military. So yeah. I kind of kept it coming with while I joined. Yeah. Very cool. So that, so Hawaii and then a few other stops and then I, I got to San Diego in 2013. Okay. And what, what, uh, who introduced you to the music scene out here or how did you step into it? I, same thing. I was like, I think I it was like, Googled San Diego reader, I think it was. Yeah. And what what was uh, uh, Fuzzy, Fuzzy Rankins had a jam downtown. And uh, so I just started going to these jams, you know, Daryl Williams had a jam down here and then in Temecula and I would drive anywhere. I didn't care. I was like, I need to meet people and meet musicians. And I was, um, you know, uh, starting to get on these jams and then they're like, hey, you, you know, you, how long are you here for, you know? So I guess started getting hired as a singer and, and just kind of, you know, then I met one of the other first uh, vocalists, Sandy, Sandy, the bass vocalist that really helped me uh, introduce me to a lot of folks was uh, Tiffy, Tiffy Jane. Yep. Yeah, she, she was really she awesome. She just popped into the comments too, I saw. Oh, <laughs> cool. Awesome. Hi, Tiffy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that, Tiffy. I see no comments from where I'm looking. So, so that is good, good, good vibes, sending, sending you good vibes. And she's almost going to give birth on her first That's baby. Right. So, so happy, so happy for her and, yes. and her husband. So, um, yeah, so thanks to Tiffy, she introduced me to Kevin Freebie and some other folks. Um, and from there just kind of started rolling and just, you know, networking and, and meeting, um, the really awesome music community here because, you know, it's so, so easy to kind of have your own piece of the pie and, and not share and not, but everyone's really, I think everyone here is pretty, um, it is a good is a good genuine person and you know if if i can't cover a gig all, i have a few people i can call and i get calls all the time to cover stuff so yeah i'm just real grateful to be a part of this community yeah uh, san diego is great it is just the whole the whole community of um, musicians is really amazing i think it is a hidden gem amongst um you know music communities nationwide. Mm -hmm. We're very, very yeah. lucky to be here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm so curious. Are you telling me uh, about your background with music and at 19, um, you know, essentially having your, your first gig um, yeah. prior to that was, was your family musical or, or were you, were you taking like guitar lessons or anything as a kid did, or otherwise, did you have any aspirations when you were very young to, to get into music? No, really, not really. I, you know, every time I would hear a, a song on the radio as like an eight-year-old, nine-year-old, I'd always remember like the guitar solo. I could hear it in my head three years later. Uh, I like, but lyrics are horrible, but I could always remember like a scat solo or I could remember a guitar solo or the bass solo or how the hi-hat sounded. I could always hear instruments better than I could ever remember lyrics. Um, but it's not like, because I was just busy with everything. I was always... Um, I was, you know, wrestling, golfing, playing volleyball, um, basketball, doing doing a lot of stuff. And I, but I never, I never really sat down on instrument as a kid and played um, or tried to learn. 
Um, so I think probably a lot of that stuff was just up here. And when I started playing guitar, um, mm -hmm. it, it, it kind of came out. And I never really became a great guitar player, but I could play pretty much every chord that I need. Um, so that p people are like, oh, you play guitar? Why don't you play guitar? I'm like, oh, I'm having fun just singing. You know? mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I might play guitar for this current gig I'm doing with uh, Anthony Smith. We're talking about maybe just bringing guitar over, but it's, then you got to bring extra equipment and the amp. And, uh, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Then the luxurious of life of a vocalist um, yeah. is tainted by equipment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's very cool. Well, you know, I'm, as you know, as singers and all the singers that I talk to on here, we're all, we all come from very different backgrounds. Some are uh, schooled musicians or have been, you know, training all their lives, grew up in some grew up in musical theater, some were mm -hmm. classically trained, um, yeah. some just kind of, you know, evolved into the career kind of like you did. Um, but obviously, you know, when you when um, you become a professional singer or musician that's being hired for, you know, corporate events or, you know, weddings or, you know, more, mm -hmm. your more high dollar ticket um, events. Yeah. Um, you've, you've obviously got a great voice. So along the way, how did you, how did you kind of uh, hone your craft as a singer or get better? You know, did you, were you someone who took constructive criticism really well or you know were you working with musicians that were um i don't know better than you or you know how did you how did you become better as a vocalist over the years yeah no i i um i always i always try to play with people that are better than me a lot better than me um whether they're a, a bass player or they're a singer i i always want to be surrounded by like a really incredible talent um mm -hmm. and i've never really thought of myself as just like a strict vocalist i'm like I'm really feel like I'm an instrument, you know, I, I want to be, um, I want to speak the language. I want to um, understand how it flows. I want to know exactly when to come in, exactly how to trade. Um, and so I think by, by taking that approach, I, I had more of a, uh, more of an instant rapport with musicians than, you know, um, than just doing straight, straight vocals. Um, not that you need to have all that stuff, but, for me, it works for it worked for me, um, and then you know, from my, I got lucky along the way to get mentored by Patrick Palomo, and then a, mm -hmm. a slew of a slew of really good um, instruments. I mean, uh, instrumentalists. Um, during the '80s, way before I was singing, um, was a guy named Kenny Washington, who's a, a, a jazz, a male jazz vocalist uh, based in the Bay Area. Well, he was in the Navy band at the time, stationed in Guam. Okay. And and he was doing gigs with Patrick Palomo. And so Kenny Washington was mentoring the guy that I eventually played with, Dave Santos, Dave Santos uh, in Renaissance. So he kind of mentored Dave, and then Dave was kind of mentoring me. And then in Hawaii, uh, 20, almost 15, 20 years later, um, I'd always follow Kenny Washington online. I was just like, oh my God, this guy's incredible. He could scat mm -hmm. like like a modern day Ella. He's in, he's if you haven't heard anyone anyone Kenny Washington, he's incredible. He was nominated for a Grammy this year, um, and he lost out to Curdelli, another one of my favorites. Wow. But um, Kenny Washington, um, I was I had messaged him on Facebook in 2009. Oh, you know um, I'm based in Hawaii now. I'd love to to see you anytime. He's like I'll be there next week. 
uh, first of all, he replied to me. I was so excited. I'm like, oh my wow. God, he replied to me, right? <laughs> and then he's like, I'll be there next week. I'm like, I have a couple of gigs next week. I'd love for you to come down and, or you could even take my gigs. Like, you know, it's like, no, we'll share it. So, so we shared uh, two, two nights together and we just traded off songs and man, it was just the most magical thing ever. Um, it's just kind of a full circle thing. Um, and, uh, you know, after the first couple of songs, he just looked at me, he shook his head. Yes. Like, so it was kind of like, you know, validation. So it was, it was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, for me, I, I, if people say I'm flat, if people say I'm, I rush, I'm like, I got it. Thank you. I, I want, I want the constructive criticism. Um, you, that's how you grow, you know, yeah. you don't grow by, you don't go grow by keep getting pat, pats on your back. You grow by kind of digging in, digging in and, and, and bettering yourself and knowing how you can improve, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad that you said that too, because that's something with, um, you know, a lot of young singers that I work with, um, they, I find that the ones who are, um, you know, really ambitious and, you know, really wanting to kind of move into the indie artist scene or, or, uh, you know, start making money as singers, they, they kind of come into, um, they kind of come into the scene wanting to really, really prove themselves and, mm. and kind of, uh, you know, click in as if they've been lifers at this, which I totally appreciate that. I, I completely sure. understand. Um, but I find that the ones that end up being the most successful and really getting traction are the ones that um, really want the feedback and are very open to that, you know, um, and that's, that can be, you know, it can be hard to take, uh, but, yeah. but the singers that are just not moldable or, um, you know, not directable, um, really struggle a lot and it's mm-hmm. you know kind of a shame, but yeah. And how else, you know, would we become better at what yeah, we do? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Well, let's step back to 2014. How did this oh, yeah. gig uh, with Dancing with the Stars come about? I, re- I realized it was 2015. So it was 2015. 2015. Okay. I, so I was going up to a jam in Oceanside. Um, it was Daryl Williams. Do you know Daryl Williams, the bass player? Yes. Okay. So I was going up to his jam and occasionally I would be the host. He would hire me for the guy for the night, whatever. And the drummer, he's going to kill me if I remember his name, <laughs> Albert Burnett, Albert. Okay. If you're listening, Albert, this is a story that, so he said, my sister-in-law, my sister-in-law will be here next week. And I, fo- I follow, like, for me, I like to, I really love like the touring background vocalists. Like I know who they are. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so Layla Hathaway's at the time back, one of her background vocalists was TJ Scruggs, Tony Scruggs. Mm-hmm. And, and Albert was married, is married to Tony's sister. And so he's like, Tony, TJ will be here next week. I'm like, Oh my God, what day, what day? And so I, um, I made it to point to, to be there that night. And I had sang like reasons. I sang a couple of their songs and, you know, I was like, you know, it's such an honor to meet you. She goes, she goes, you could sing, you know, you could sing. I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Whatever. So it was, uh, I'm just honored, you know, whatever, whatever. And then that was like probably in January. And then we had Nam, right. I went to Nam that year. Mm-hmm. And I saw her. It was she was on the big stage. It was a tribute to Stevie Wonder, and she was one of the uh, rotating. She was one of the vocalists up there, 
And so I had waved when she did a sound check. So she called me back. To, I got to get on the big stage. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. She's like, oh, thanks for coming out. And you're going to be here for the show? I'm like, I'll be here for the show. And then we ended up hanging, hanging out that night. And then um, uh, that was that. I, I came back to San Diego. I was just, I was just on, on, you know, on cloud nine. I was so happy. Um, such great music. Uh, I got to get to know her a little bit better. And then I get um, a text from her about two weeks later. It says, do you sing jazz? It says, TJ Scruggs, do you sing jazz? I'm like, what? what? What is happening? I'm like, yes, of course. Let me call you. So I called her. I'm like, oh, my God, how are you doing? I was so excited to get her text. And she's like, okay, there's a there's um, there's an open spot for rotating vocalists on, on the Do you know what I do? Do you know what show I'm on? I go, I, I don't know. I don't know. She goes, I'm I'm on Dancing with the Stars. Ray Chu's, uh, Ray Chu's the musical director, MD over there. I don't know who he was at the time. I'm like, okay. And I was like, okay. She goes, anyways, I go, she goes, anyways, I got you an audition, a closed audition to go up there. Um, and I started asking a million questions. And she just, <laughs> she just, she's like, she's like, baby, I don't know any of the answers. You just going to have to go up there and find out yourself. I'm like, oh my God. So that I got off the phone. Now I'm like ready to faint, right? I'm ready to faint. <laughs> and so um, I had called the, the person that the point of contact that she gave me. And, and she's like, yeah, can you come up on Friday? Um, Ray Chu will be finishing um, rehearsal for the Grammys because he was MD of the Grammys that week. I'm like, dude, it's just, I'm getting goosebumps now telling this, by the way. Yeah. And nothing cool, nothing this cool has happened since. So, but I'll tell this story. And I never mm -hmm. tell this story. I never really tell this story. So I guess everyone's going to hear it now, right? So, yeah. okay. So, um, so it's Friday. I had a course, a military course that ran like all day at a different site. And I asked, I'm like, hey, I know, can I finish? Can I get a certificate early? Because I want to get on the road at like noon to drive to, to the, the, the studios that we're, it was at. Yeah, okay, we'll let you go. So I drive up there. I'm drinking like a monster energy. I'm just like, oh, hyped. I'm like, I'm trying to calm down. I'm like, I'm singing. I'm like trying to I'm like warm nervous. up. And Oh my God. Like, yeah, for sure. I know. And, and I'm driving up there. I finally get up there and I park and I'm like, this is the place. And he's like, um, Ray Chu's in studio nine or whatever it was. I go in this, in the studio is like math. I mean, massive, like, I don't know, ceilings, like hundred foot ceilings, um, massive room. And there's a guy in the middle. I don't know what he looks like. I wasn't even smart enough to Google him to see what mm -hmm. he would look like and what he does. Um, but I didn't know that he was also the MD for American Idol. So there's this guy in a tracksuit surrounded by keyboards. And he's just kind of leaning on the keyboard. And uh, <laughs> and everyone's like, all right, cut, cut, all right. And I kind of walk in at a when they're on a break. I go, hey, sir, are you Mr. Chu? Are you Ray Chu? He's, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I was like, hey, sir, are you? Um, I said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here to do, to, for the audition. Uh, he's like, oh, okay. Who, who sent you? I go, oh, Tony, Tony Scruggs. He's like, oh, Tony sent you? I go, yes, sir. He's like, okay. So you're going to, and he's like, like cleaning up his chords and stuff. You're going to sing on tracks or what are you going to do? I'm like, uh, sir, I've been driving for about two and a half hours from San Diego. I really need the bathroom. Is there a bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, go down the hall, go down the hall, whatever. So I, you know, I, I go, I use, I, I had, cause I had all this happiness. So, so I come back 
And then uh, he's like, all right, hey, man, come follow me. So we go in this little booth, like this recording booth, right? It's like mm-hmm. a, it's like an eight by eight, you know? And he just sits down in a chair. He's like sitting down, like laying back. He's like, oh, man, talk to me, talk to me. Words, words, words. He's closing his eyes, like words, 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 like this. Okay. <laughs> and then was the small booth. I'm like, okay, sir, okay, hey, you know, so my name is Santino Scamboli. I'm in the military. I'm active duty Navy. He's like, wait, he's like, he kind of got up. He's like, what? You're in, the, you're in the navy i go yeah he's like like active duty i go yeah i just i i got off today and i drove up here he's like okay keep talking and then he closes his eyes and so um so he he uh he's like okay all right that's enough that's enough he's like all right sing something so i sang something mm-hmm. and he's just kind of like this he was like this um with his eyes closed can you see me on camera yeah he's doing this he's like this uh. sing something else Saying something else, like this. Something else. I sing. He's like, that is looking at me. Sing something totally different. That is looking at me. And I sing. I sing something totally different. I forgot what I sing. And he's like, hmm. Tony sent you, huh? I'm like, yes, sir. And he's sitting down, and I'm like standing up, putting my freaking face off, right? <laughs> In this small ass booth in Pasadena or wherever the hell we were. Yeah. And and then he's like, he's like, so and I, I can remember him saying this so slowly. He's like, the thing about singers, I'm like, what is he gonna say? He is, it's all about the tone. I'm like, yes, sir. He's like, he's like, Santino, I like your tone. I'm like, whoo! Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, right? So and then I'm I'm tearing up here. And so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's awesome, that's awesome. So he's like, okay, sing something else. So he made me sing like three or four more songs, right? And then um, he's like, okay, man. So he stood up. He's like, now he's kind of standing up. And we're in a small booth. So we're like kind of almost like standing up right next to front facing each other. He's like, tell me about this military thing. I go, well, I'm in the military. I'm on a ship. We're going to deploy later this year. And we hope we have, because it was probably at this time, it was January or February maybe, because it was after NAM. And I said, we're deploying in, in um, we're deploying in June, but before that, we're underway a lot because you got to do all the testing and all the, to get all the quals, right? So I'm gone a lot, sir, but, but you know, I wanted to come and audition for you. And he's like, he's like, okay. Um, all right. So he had said something else. Like, what did he say? He said one more thing that made me think, like, thanks for coming, but I, I'm not going to use you, right? And I said, sir, before you go, I just I want, I want to make sure you don't forget who I am. I had a card. I go, this is my card. And then he grabbed my hand like this. And then he's, he's like, he's this close to my face. He's like, he's like, Santino, how many songs did you sing for me today? I go, I don't know, about 15 or 20. He's like, wow. I was like, if, if I didn't like you, you're not even going to finish that first song. He's like, your voice is on my show. I hear you on about three or four songs. It's just the weeks just have to line up. Like if, if the nights that I need you and you need to be here, I was like, okay. So and he's like, so I don't know when it's going to be, but I hear it. I hear it. Mm-hmm. So, and he's shaking my hand. Like I got the gig. Right. And he's like, okay. So he's like, I forgot her name. He's like, talk to Jenny. We'll work out the dates and I hope it works out. I hope it works out. I'm like, thank you. And I left there. I was just like, you know, wow. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Right. And yeah. then, um, sad story is, Nothing worked out because the way my ship, you know, you're underway on April 13th, something, something. And 
none of the dates worked out. But that's my story. <laughs> that's a great, great story. Oh, and, and, you know, even, you know, not not going, you know, technically on the show, how yeah. affirming that had to be as oh, for sure. a vocalist. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Yeah. And a great story. Oh my God. I love that. What, uh, what were some of the songs you sang for him? I sang like, um, cause he would say like, sorry, I'm tearing up here. I never told that story. Yeah. Um, it's a great story. I love it. <laughs> he said, uh, like he said, well, I would say, I would sing like dock of the bay or something. Uh-huh. And then he said, he said, you said you like earth, wind, fire, sing earth, wind, fire. So I sang mm-hmm. stuff. He's like, you said earlier, you like D'Angelo sing brown sugar. Mm-hmm. He, you said you like some rocks. You know, he would just he would just say, he would kind of just nudge me. He's like, sing three standards, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how yeah. that went. <laughs> that is great. I love it. So yeah. um, that makes me think of, you know, you again balancing your naval career with mm-hmm. uh, with singing. Um, yeah. I think it's it's very common. It, you know, amongst singers and musicians where we've got a very strong sense of FOMO, you know, when, when somebody oh, offers yeah, us an gosh. opportunity, ugh, it's so hard to say, no, you just, you want to do mm-hmm. everything. Um, so, but, but when you've got a full-time career, obviously mm-hmm. you've got commitments that you've got to, um, hold to. So that must be difficult, but, yeah. um, aside from kind of learning that balance, what do you think you have brought over from your military career into your singing life that has kind of helped you along the way, um, you know, become successful with that? I'll say just maybe I could always get better at it, but just organization, um, even for like, you know, the details in like a wedding, right? So um, mm-hmm. to, to just to organize a set list and to, to correctly announce the the weird pronunciation of the bridal party you know yes stuff like that and just to be and just to kind of be prepped like and to have backups like i have another ipad that's ready to go with all my stuff um and and before the military um and before i was married really i was super i was super all over the place (laughs) so so yeah it was just like i would come to my gig sometimes without my guitar i'm like oh my god my guitar <laughs> you know so i'm a lot i'm a lot more prepared now um but i really try i really try and like i never really combine those lives i really like i enjoy what i do in the military um and i there's a fulfillment there um not only not not i think it's it's more for the people that that work for me and that i work for rather than like you know like a uh, devoutly patriotic thing, which of course I'm, you know, patriotic, but I really enjoy the the people because I'm a I'm a people person. I'm a network guy, networking guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of me thinking about that, you know, when it, when I'm at the gig, I'm a musician. I have I'm not thinking anything about the military. I'm I'm there. Might be some traits that I've carried off, carried over to help me, or you know, organize my thoughts, or to make sure, like, hey, don't take too long of a break, or you know, mm-hmm. hey, let's go, let's go, everyone. You know, but but I really, but it's time my time to be uh, to be a musician. I'm really I'm really there as a musician. Yeah, yeah, that's great. This is this is just one of my favorite topics to talk about. Is is just how, um, you know, really what 
professionalism is about in this business mm. and how, you yeah. know, those really are the qualities that are going to make you be a standout amongst mm. a lot of people, you know, that, that want to yeah. do this. It, it is those, you know, personal skills, those soft skills and the business yeah. skills too. And so many, you know, so many people feel like, um, if they go to school for music or if they're just, you know, really, really ambitious and want to be singers, musicians, that they can't have a side job. They can't have a, or they can't have, you know, a career, mm. but in my opinion, uh, the kind of a through line or commonality of really successful musicians that I know, um, they've had previous careers and, or they've had, you know, some kind of, um, business that yeah. taught them, how to network, how to mm -hmm. be with people, how to show up and be prepared and do your homework. And yeah, um, for sure. I really think those are the things that, you know, set us apart. Right. Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So you and I are in um, a common avenue of, of the business doing um, covers. And it's, it's such an interesting career, you know, because yeah. it's like on one hand um, there's not a lot of um, there's not an unlimited amount of creativity available when mm -hmm. you're doing covers, you know, you really want to for the most part be, you know, true to the covers that you're singing mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to know, um, in your repertoire, mm. what is what is a song that is requested of you a lot that you just absolutely hate singing? Oh. Any of those country songs. <laughs> country songs. <laughs> like Wagon Wheel? Oh my gosh. Ah, uh, yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I, I used to hate Sweet Caroline, but some something in me loves it, and I don't. It's probably when the idiots go, yeah, yeah, that little call and oh, response yeah. thing. But yeah, I don't. Know. I kind of like singing that. No, I don't know. I probably shouldn't say that, but yes, I do. So it's out. Yeah, um, I would never request it, but or sometimes like, hey, we're they're requesting it. You know, hey, they got it. We got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh -huh. Yeah, but you know the like the um, the the wagon wheel. Um, some of the like the really the cheesy 90s um uh you know like uh let me try to think here songs that i yeah i i i enjoy singing like um um uh sweet home alabama I, I enjoy singing. You enjoy it? <laughs> yeah, I enjoy singing. Um, trying to think of some other one, like uh, "Pour Some Sugar on Me," you know, stuff like that. Like I'm like, you know, it because it, I, I like it because it's like, let's learn a new song and let's kind of go for it, you know. Yeah. And 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 people really love it, you know. It's easy for me to just can you know stick to my, you know, my my core stuff that I like, my Earth Wind and Fire, my Stevie Wonder, but. I, I I like learning like a, you know a brand new obscure Billy Joel tune, and I'm mm -hmm. and right now I'm really excited because I'm I'm singing I'm doing a a gig on Friday night with um, um Anthony Smith, mm -hmm. um and it's at a place called Il Sogno downtown. It's an Italian restaurant, awesome place every Friday night, and we're just starting to really like build up our our song list stuff mm -hmm. that I never would really think of doing, whether it's full band or not, um, you know, we're doing it on piano and, and vocal and he's singing some too. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. 
Very cool. Yes. Anthony is one of my favorite of all time, as well as I see that you've um, done some gigs with Bobby Cressy too, who is. Oh yeah. 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 When, when I can, when I can get the, the new daddy in, in, uh, in any gig, that's awesome. He, yes. he's, he's extremely yeah. busy doing that and he's doing a great job. So Bobby, you're doing a good job, but if you can cover on the 11th, June 11th, I could use you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he is, he's a wonderful dad. Um, I, I wanted to go back to your comment about Wagon Wheel. This is so hilarious to me because yeah. you, uh, the band that I'm in, we don't do a lot of country, but it, it is, you know, requested fairly yeah. often. And um, the one person in our band that sings Wagon Wheel is Darrell Anthony. Do you, you know Darrell? <laughs> Very well. I just, I, okay. In fact, well, he's, he's, playing, he's playing at Il Sonia tonight. Right, right, right. Yeah, his first night. Yep. <laughs> he, uh, we did, we did a country theme night in Phoenix, I don't know, years ago. And um, he begrudgingly had to learn that song. <laughs> and so now, ever since then, anytime somebody requests that we play country, that is the song that they ask for. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Of course, it's going to be. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I always ha I'm happy when they request a song and like the guitar player like either Eric or Nick or some of these other guys that do that song. I'm like, you got to do it, bro. You got you to do it. Right. I'm, I'm doing this. Other thing. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's, it's, I never look at it like I'm not going to do it or, you know, it's people, you know, I, I'm, I'm always, I always want to make a happy customer, a happy client. So mm -hmm. I'll, I'll do pretty much anything. And sometimes I go above and beyond and like, and, and uh, yeah, that's, you gotta be professional. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's great. Um, so you're doing some duo gigs now and, um, do you have a like full band stuff rolling in yet? Um, just, uh, just with lucky devil, just the corporate stuff with Kevin and, and, and folks, but that's getting really busy. Um, but, uh, every now and, uh, I think a couple of times a month, we're going to be able to, to add like a percussion player or a, or a drummer to the, you know, do a trio thing over at uh, Italian restaurant. So mm -hmm. Fridays, I, I, you know, I, I'm sure I can get more gigs on weekdays. I, I think I could work as much as I want, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty um, saturated right now. And mm -hmm. I, I kind of know my limits. I'm probably at the upper echelon of, of my limits right now in terms of just everything. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm having, I'm having a blast. Yeah. Yeah. That's and great. you know the whole state's open. I think June fourteenth, right? And there's another potential breakthrough opening. Um, so, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing too. Um, do you uh, do you have a preference between doing uh, band work versus doing your you know smaller like duo or, or trio stuff? Do you find one or the other both. more gratifying? I love both. I, I really love, um, I love like a, a 14, 12 piece band when you got all the horns and everyone's mm -hmm. just talking and, and you find a little pocket in there. And I love it when it, you have the challenge of, of just a piano or just a guitar and you, you got to mentally have time and, um, and come in and out and play just back and forth. I yeah, I really love to have to do the, those gymnastics there. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's fun for me in, in both settings. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So, um, just to kind of wrap things up, this is a question I've really yeah. loved, um, asking everybody. And I always credit Rebecca Jade with this because uh, okay. she, she was the She's very awesome. first person that I did an interview with. 
And um, she Swear made the face. comment at the time. This was way early on, too. I want to say this was like maybe May of 2020. Oh, okay. um, mm -hmm. And she just said, you know, after everything we've been through, and we were only two months into this thing, it would be such a shame for us to come out on the other side unchanged, you know, and mm. I totally agree, you know, a, a year's worth of life lessons have sunk in. Um, how do you think you are changed forever? Ooh. Um, geez, that's a, that's a, Rebecca, thanks. That's a great question. Yeah. Steve. <laughs> um, we, we, as a family, we got a lot closer. It was, it was, it was nice being forced to be home, you know, mm -hmm. um, being, being in the military and you're doing deployments and, and, you know, doing the Monday through Friday thing and then, uh, rehearsals and then the weekend gigs, um, you know, sometimes you, you almost kind of go through the motions and it's, and then when you, when we had that reset, it was like, wow, we're all here on a Monday, it's 9am and we're all going to watch a show together as I was just looking around, I was like, this is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, um, it, you know, it does, it, it did kind of have a, a nice, uh, reset, at least on the family side. And it did make me get hungry for music again, because, you know, doing a lot of corporate stuff can can be a little mind numbing sometimes mm -hmm. because you know the format's a lot of this you know it's a lot of the same stuff you know it's just a, it's a different couple getting married um different names but you know the venues are mostly the same the food's mostly going to be the same pay is going to be the mostly the yeah. same um uh but it, it made me hungry and 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 uh it made me hungry for music again and just be a lot more appreciative of of everything that i've been able to touch and be a part of Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Very nice. Well, give us a, a, a plug again for your Friday night gig or any, any other shows that you want people to catch and how, um, how would you suggest people check out what you do? Are you like a busy on Instagram <laughs> or Facebook or oh, I'm the worst at that stuff. Are you? <laughs> but, um, so, uh, yeah, my Instagram is Tino wants a gig. And the story on that one is I, I had joined the military when I was 30. Right. And I, before that, like, I was doing gigs like four or five nights a week in Guam. And I, I got to um, Pensacola, Florida for my officer candidate school. And it was the night before we were about to start. And I was just like, what did you do with your life? I just want a gig. I, don't, I didn't want to be here. What am I doing? And I, mm. and I wrote it. I was like, ooh, that's a good name for an email. Tina wants a gig. So back in the day, it was Tina wants a gig at Hotmail. So that's my, that's my handle on Instagram, Tina wants a gig.